As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Goods-Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is J-Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. Will you say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort? <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to... Episode two of the Down to Dunk Expansion Draft slash Koala Pod. Uh, Andrew did actually make YouTube thumbnails and they looked very nice, but uh, he sent them too late for the first one. And so I'm continuing to use Koala Bear pictures uh, for the rest of the week. So, yeah, uh, by the way, yeah, the koala thing, I was thinking about it this morning while I was yeah. um, exercising. I said, well, I mean, maybe we should do more koala things like do nothing, just eat and don't worry about anything. That that doesn't uh, sound too bad. Yeah, there, uh, one uh, aspect of the koala bears I forgot to talk about that uh, someone reminded me of was that uh, they, they have like one of the biggest accumulation of like toxic chemicals in them because of what they eat, which they use wow. that to ward off predators because predators don't want to eat koala bears because they're so nasty. Yeah. So they basically use their own stupidity as a as a survival advantage. Is it stupidity though? Uh, I don't it's definitely doubling down on something that exactly. isn't necessarily smart, okay. but uh yeah. okay, so uh on Monday, well actually on mo- the Monday pod which we recorded on Sunday, we went through the Eastern Conference and we selected our eight players that we are going to protect mm-hmm. for the upcoming Fry Pod expansion draft. And uh, that was a blast, but it was actually pretty easy for most of these teams. However, the Western Conference, which we are doing today, is a lot more juicy. Not only because of the Oklahoma City Thunder, but there's several teams out of these 15 who you actually have to make some real decisions. So just as a reminder, some of the rules for the expansion draft, you can only protect up to eight players if you only have seven players eligible to be protected you still have to allow one of those guys to be unprotected and you have to or you can't like unprotect anyone who's going to be an unrestricted free agent the following summer or who has a player option or has a team option those things have to be decided before the draft if they are then going to be eligible to be protected or not so uh, actually i thought it'd be good um to just give an example and maybe I'll just use Oklahoma City as the example since everyone knows uh, all of our players. But for instance, Davis Bertans, you don't, you can't even uh, choose whether to protect or unprotect him because he has an early termination option, which mm-hmm. I learned. Uh, Victor Oladipo, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent next summer, so you don't even get to choose whether to protect him or not. Isaiah Joe, Jerry, Aaron Wiggins, they all have team options next summer, so you don't even get to choose. So those guys are by definition protected like the expansion teams can't draft those guys 
Now those remove them from your eligible pool. You know, if, if you're, if we were going through, okay, see, we might want to unprotect someone like JRE, you know, just so we could protect someone else, but mm -hmm. you can't do that because he has that team option going into next summer. Um, so for some of these teams, and I think the Sixers were the best example yesterday, the actual pool of eligible players to protect or not protect yeah, is really narrow. small. Yeah. Like for the Sixers, it was six guys, so they mm -hmm. only could protect five, unprotect one. Um, so we're going to go through uh, the Western Conference, starting with the Denver Nuggets. Anything else, McKelly, before we get started? No. Let's, okay. let's go. All right, let me share my screen. Oh, and by the way, with the uh, rebuild and replenish Hall of Fame, we're not going. We're not forgetting about it. I don't think the draft on Friday is going to take a full hour, so we will uh, make some nominations for that on Friday. Are um, you positive about that? That it won't take an hour? <laughs> it better not. <laughs> If it takes more than an hour, I'll just cut it off. Because <laughs> by that point, we'd be getting down to like the twelfth or thirteenth guy on each team. Yeah, where we're talking about some, you know, second rounder that we're trying to get excited about. Okay, so here is Denver, and uh, I assigned me and McKelly equal numbers of teams to start off with, and then we can discuss once we go through. Mm -hmm. So Denver is actually pretty interesting. They have ten guys who are eligible: Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Zeke Naji, uh, Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, Jalen Pickett, Hunter Tyson, and Julian Strother. So just going through those names, I mean, those last four, Peyton Watson, Jalen Pickett, Hunter Tyson, Julian Strother. I mean, Peyton Watson was a rookie last year. I mean, so was mm -hmm. Christian Brown, but I'm assuming we're going to protect him no matter what. But Jalen Pickett, Hunter Tyson, Julian Strother, they were just picked. And we're likely yeah. going to have to give up one or maybe two of those guys that they just took and who all three performed well in summer league. So yeah. it's like there's necessarily an obvious choice here. Um, so I went for my unprotected. The first one was Zeke Naji. Mm -hmm. Again, being that he is a restricted free agent. And so if the expansion team drafts him, he becomes an unrestricted free agent. So they're kind of de-incentivized from drafting him. So I'm kind of daring them to, mm -hmm. to take Zeke Naji. And then, then it's a decision between like Peyton Watson, Hunter Tyson, Julian Strother, Jalen Pickett. I don't have a strong opinion. I went with Jalen Pickett as the guy I was going to unprotect. I think it'd be reasonable to go with Hunter Tyson. Uh, yeah, I, I had Hunter, Hunter Tyson on my list just because Denver picked him a little bit later. That's it. They did. I went back to uh, Sam Vecini's uh, final big board, mm -hmm. and he had Hunter Tyson ahead of Jalen Pickett, so that's why I went with Okay, that's, uh, that's completely Pickett. fine. No, I completely agree with the idea of I'm protecting the center compared to I'm protecting wings. Uh, even if nobody in, in that group pans out, they have a higher likelihood of being helpful to Denver compared to Zeke Naji, who um, couldn't really crack the rotation in playoffs um, last year. And, and again, um, with the season on the line, uh, I think Denver likes to go small and to just play uh, Jokic. 38, 39 minutes a night. So it's not yeah. really a position of need. It may be useful in in regular season, but again, you, you can get a fine center for very little money if a team picks him up. Yeah, I think some team coming up, you unprotected some center that I was very mad about. You just hate centers. Yeah. You just want to get rid of all of them. Yeah, but in the next one, I, I already backpedal a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, so... I do think Denver is a good example of how if there really was an expansion draft, teams would prepare for it differently. Like does Denver really make that deal with OKC where they're accumulating additional picks right now? If they know that they're then going to have to immediately unprotect one of the guys that they're about to draft. Maybe, no. maybe not. I don't know. No. Um, okay. So that's Denver. Next is Memphis. Memphis is extremely juicy because they have 14 eligible yeah. players uh it is jaw triple j marcus smart stephen adams brandon clark zaire williams desmond bain Derek rose david roddy josh christopher who they can decide whether they want to pick up his option or not john conchar santi aldama kenneth lofton jr and jake laravia so remember you can only protect eight guys that means you have to unprotect six players yeah from the memphis grizzlies okay so let's 
let's start the discussion here because this was the hardest uh, by far. And on one hand, I have the, the um, point guard situation in Memphis, which until Ja comes back, it's very, very shaky. And granted, there are point guards in the league that you can borrow uh, if someone picks your point guard. But on the other end, it's not very easy to find good veterans. And so on one hand, I really want to protect Derrick Rose because I think that if Memphis wants to get to the final line, they really need to have two point guards at all times. That is very important. Um, on the other hand, it's Derrick Rose. And if you unprotect him, if you, sorry, if you protect him, it means that at least one between Brandon Clark and Steven Adams is not going to be uh, on the protected list, which... For Steve-O, um, you know, it's not a very easy contract to swallow. Uh, like, it's um, it's big money, it's a center, it's injury-prone. But if he's gone in the regular season, Memphis is really tiny uh, in terms of center rotation. And maybe this will propel them, which was my initial line of thinking, to play JJJ more at the center. But JJJ also had durability issues, and you can argue that if you play him as a center, that thing will be exacerbating. I, I can I don't know how to pronounce it. It will be make um, made a little bit harder uh, on his body. So, all in all, um, I flip flopped a lot, but I think that I would protect Stephen Adams just because of that. Oh, okay. So by protecting Stephen Adams, that would mean that McKelly has to unprotect. David Roddy, Brandon Clark, Zaire Williams, Kenneth Lofton Jr., Derek Rose, and Josh Christopher. I think yeah. we can assume definitely one of those guys would get drafted in the expansion draft. I think so. Uh, and, um, I mean, I decided not to um, not to protect David Roddy uh, and protect Jake Olivia because even if – you can argue that Roddy was more ready in terms of body, in terms of everything compared to Laravia. I had very high draft grades on Laravia, and I think that the prototype of player is is a player that that Memphis really needs. Roddy, to me, I, I really don't understand um, what his role can be uh, in a, in a, on a winning team. He definitely played more, three times the amount of minutes uh, compared to Laravia, but somehow I want to um, I want to just try to see if Laravia has something else. Um, it's likely that David Roddy would be picked in this scenario. Uh, I understand. I was going to ask that. Do you, do you think, because obviously, uh, you know, a team can only lose one guy in the expansion mm -hmm. draft. So do you think Roddy would be the choice for most expansion teams? Yeah, I think so. And and if someone wants to protect Roddy instead of Laravia, I would be completely fine with it. It's It's not really... A high difference in terms of value. I don't see Josh Christopher being picked. Uh, I don't see Kenny Lofton. Zaire Williams is whatever. Uh, he didn't have a great sophomore season. Brandon Clark, too injury prone. Um, it comes down, do you really want to, to jumpstart your um, first draft with drafting Derrick Rose? I don't know. It seems like Rose is more useful to Memphis than any other team. So maybe they will say, okay, let's try Roddy because at least he's a prospect. So what if, uh, you know, I, w I wonder, like, will other teams know at the time who the other teams are unprotecting? Because as we went through the East, there's already going to be some pretty big-name centers available, yeah. available, like if Clint Capella is available. And so could you get away with unprotecting Steven Adams to protect David Roddy and just kind of make a guess, a gamble that Stephen Adams won't get picked because there might be better center options on expiring deals out there. Yeah, this is also part of the of the thoughts that I had yesterday while filling this one. Um, but I mean, it, it's uh, a you don't know, you you can only guess, and b really if you're down to Jaron Jackson Jr. as your only center with uh, Xavier Tillman, you are really, really, uh, you really have a bad rotation in terms of centers. And I don't know, um, in the end. So this I seems would... to go against one of your fundamental beliefs, uh, which is that you hate centers. I'm very I surprised. Do. I do, I do. Uh, and, and again, for many teams, this is something that I 
I will just go along and 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 and, and whatnot. But the the health part of JJJ is the thing that scares me the most. And if he's not there, yeah, you can say, okay, you play Santi Aldama. Maybe. Um, not quite ready to do that. But um, All right. I'm going to leave it as is. So David Roddy is unprotected. Uh, the, the other interesting thing, I think, for Friday's pod is for a team like this, with like Memphis, who has six unprotected guys and you know depending on how you feel like four or five that might be interesting to an expansion team how quick do you go to memphis because you know that only one of those players can get drafted so if if there are two expansion teams the first team to make a pick of all these guys for memphis after that like it's done so i i feel like there's some pressure to hit memphis first or at least with one of the first couple picks um, okay, moving on. The Sacramento Kings. This one was pretty straightforward. They have 11 yeah. eligible players. De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis, Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter, Keegan Murray, Trey Lyles, uh, their new signing, Sasha Viz- Vizinkov. How do you Vizinkov. say Bulgarian, Vizinkov, I think. Vizinkov. Okay, Davion Mitchell, Chris Duarte, Kessler Edwards, and Colby Jones. So they have 11 eligible guys. Have to unprotect three of them. I went with Colby. Sasha and Kessler Edwards, Colby Jones. They just drafted Sasha. They just signed, but compared to their other options, I thought that was pretty straightforward. I yeah, mean, Trey Lyles was is like a questionable one, um, but he really helped them at at points last year. And, yeah, I think and, that Chris Duarte is more of a question than Trey Lyle. Yeah, Chris Duarte, I could I could see that as well. Um, I, I bank on the fact that almost nobody knows who Sasha Vazenkov is. The th- and so they <laughs> just won't take them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's a that's a pretty good idea. Um, now we come to the probably the most boring team, which is Phoenix, because they only have six guys eligible, and only four of those guys are interesting in a, yeah, including in a real way. Tumani Kamara that I I never heard of. Like, is he a real player? Yeah. So I I when I was looking at Sam Vecini's big board. I happened to notice him. He, he was pretty late on Sam's yeah. big board. Um, but I had never heard of him before the draft when they picked him up. But yeah, as we all know, the Suns have signed a bunch of guys on two-year deals where the second year is a player option. Um, so a lot of these guys aren't even eligible. Guys like yeah. Eric Gordon, Josh Kogi, uh, Keita Bates-Jopp, uh, Yuta Watanabe, they're not even eligible. So it's really just KD, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Ish Wainwright and Tumani Kamara. Those are your options. Now, I do have a strong opinion here. Uh, you went with Tumani. I think you got to go Ish Wainwright because of the restricted free agency. Yeah, you, you can definitely sell me on that. And I would say, okay, do that. All right. That. All right. So we are unprotecting Ish Wainwright and we are going to protect Tumani Kamara. Imagine if they uh, actually do that. And uh, yeah. I mean, they, they would have to find another minimum guy. Um, by the way, there is something juicy on this page, which is Sabin Lee. Do you remember the Sabin Lee Bonanza a couple of years ago where he, he seemed like the next great G League player who is going to rock the league and poof, he disappeared. Poof. Yeah, because he, uh, he was with the Pistons. Yes. And is now on a two-way. with uh, Articles. And- written about how great Sabin Lee was and yeah. And he legitimately uh, might play just because yeah. of their point guard rotation. Cause they lost campaign who is now with the Spurs. Um, so yeah, Sabin Lee might actually be needed. Uh, moving on to the Clippers. Hmm. Another one. That's pretty easy. They have boring. eight eligible players. Very <laughs> extremely boring. Norman Powell, Zubats, Terrence Mann, Amir Coffey, Kobe Brown, Bones Highland, Brandon Boston Jr., Jason Preston. Uh, the two obvious names are Brandon Boston Jr. and Jason Preston. Both of those guys are extension eligible, would be restricted free agents. So we're going to unprotect Jason Preston. Awesome. Somebody really wants him. He's going to become an un, uh, unrestricted free agent if they draft him. I think the Clippers are going to keep all of their guys. Um, we, we haven't really had one yet where there's actually a decision about like trying to get rid of a contract. Like I, I was thinking Norman Powell, like if, if it was a different owner, would the Clippers be tempted 
to unprotect Norman Powell just to see if they could get off of his contract. He's too good for that in in the that's, context that's of the true. Clippers, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, they can, but the, but, but uh, Norm, Norm can play. Uh, it's more about the fact they don't ever have a playmaker that, that uh, um, I mean, is reliable. Or at least two uh, playmakers. Right one they have. Yeah, I know, I know. Russell Westbrook. By the way, when is it that we will revisit our very stupid takes that we did last year? We need to do a podcast, me, you, and Andrew, and revisit the fact that I said that Westbrook would uh, would have like a borderline all-star season, which uh, was probably not you, uh, the worst take that I had that day. Um, maybe you were just a year early because now he's he's been with the Clippers for a while. Maybe this is going to be the big re-breakout of okay. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Chances uh, are I'm not taking that as my bold prediction, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Double down on it. Uh, Golden State, mildly interesting. Um, they have nine eligible players. Steph, CP3, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney, Kaminga, Moody, and then their two draft picks from this year, Brandon Pajimski and Tracy Jackson Davis. So they have to unprotect one of the guys they just drafted, which is unfortunate yeah. for them. And it seems obvious they would unprotect the second yeah. round pick. Um, so Tracy Jackson J Davis, who who knows? I mean, he could potentially get drafted in an expansion draft. Uh, even though he went super late in that draft, it seems like the reason for that was because his agent was telling people, hey, don't draft him yeah, and so, that, yeah. so that he could fall to Golden State. So, Yeah, still, I mean, Pazemki is arguably the best prospect and doesn't make any sense to to flip-flop the two and or to say okay let's uh gamble and leave there one of the other guys because they are definitely going to be picked yeah but at least we're now getting into this range especially with this uh a couple of these teams we've done so far where there are like brand new players you know like yeah. rookies Freshly drafted that you could be excited about as an expansion team, even though they were like second round picks. A lot of these guys just to have rookies on rookie scale deals like that, that's that's something for an yeah. expansion team. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's a free draft pick, even if it's a if it's a second one, second round. Uh, similarly, with the Los Angeles Lakers, because they have so many guys who are ineligible, like LeBron yeah. has a player option, Anthony Davis, early termination option. D'Angelo Russell, player option. Jared Vanderbilt, Tarin Prince, both unrestricted free agents next year. So it only comes down to Rui, Austin Reeves, Gabe Vincent, Jalen Hood, Shafino, Max Christie, and Max Lewis. And for me, it comes down to Max Christie or Max Lewis. I could be sold on Max Christie just from the standpoint that he's mm -hmm. a restricted free agent, but he was really good in summer league. And I feel like they wouldn't even want to risk the chance that they could lose Max Christie, mm -hmm. who's already been in their organization for a year. So yeah. uh, unprotected Max Lewis, which again, a, a nice option for an expansion. Yeah. Team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think me and Andrew did um, even a Thunder of the Dark uh, episode on him. Um, nice player. Interesting prospect. I mean, will he pan out? Not sure. But, uh, but it's a gamble that uh, I would take. Uh, just pick him up and see and see again those are second rounders and if you can fill your roster with um, a couple of veterans a few players that maybe can play in an nba team and you have second rounders that's that's a great recipe for like starting the developing the development process and also losing a lot of games which is exactly what those expansion teams will do for the first couple of years yeah i'm very interested to see uh maybe not so much on the fry pod but uh just in general like how everyone would kind of sort through all of these second rounders in terms of who they would target first, if they mm -hmm. were an expansion team, who they would be prioritizing first. Yeah. Um, Minnesota. Okay. This is the one where you did something, McKelly, that I think is going to upset a lot of people. It upset me when I saw it. Uh, I don't know if you still believe in this, but Minnesota has 11 eligible players. Rudy Gobert, Cat, Anthony Edwards, Nas Reed, Shake Milton, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Troy Brown Jr., Jaden McDaniels, Wendell Moore Jr., Josh Minot, and Leonard Miller, which means you have to unprotect three of those guys. Yeah. And Michele, 
you unprotected. Wendell Moore Jr. Yeah. Troy Brown Jr. And yeah. Nas Reed. Yes. Why? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> they have Over too Josh many Minot? Yes. Um, but he is. He would definitely get taken. Sure. Great. Awesome. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. This Why? Is exactly, I mean, why in do this you hate case, center so much? He's not even like a. I mean, I understand when you just want to unprotect like complete non-shooting centers. Like Nas Reed does offer you a lot yeah. more versatility than your average like Clint Capella, Stephen awesome. Adams. Sweet. I don't want to have any center to play <laughs> alongside Kyle Anthony Towns. You don't it's want to really have bad. any center in the league. It's already bad that they have to share the court. To me, if you have another center there, it really cramps their rotation. They have two elite centers, or at least paid like elite centers. You don't need absolutely anybody else at that position. I don't care. Like, like they didn't pay anything in terms of draft capital. They just, for reasons that go behind my comprehension, they just signed him. So, well, yes, they, but like, they will why? get a TPE. They will be <laughs> available. There will be guys available in trades. And I mean, Minot is uh, John Hollinger favorite. So I said, okay, let's protect someone else. You, you, you can convince me that you can uh, flip flop Trey Brown and Josh Minot. That's fine. Do that if you, if you like. Uh, I don't or, have Or Shake Milton. I mean, no, no, these are guards. These are players that are actually useful. Yes, but okay. If you're the Wolves and mm. you see this glut of centers, would mm -hmm. you rather pursue a Carl Anthony Towns trade to get whatever you're going to get back in that trade, or mm. would you just want to give away your third center in Nas Reed? You're just giving them away. Yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. McKellen, I don't know if I, I can allow you to do this. Okay, then don't. Just just put Nasri there and just mean it away from, from the unprotected list. But I sustain that I'm going to save the walls by doing this because it will reduce <laughs> the minutes of... Uh, the, the best idea would have been, hey, Nas, we love you. Please find a team where we can sign and trade you. We will we'll do whatever. But I mean, they, they could trade him now. No, 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 nobody will get that contract now. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, what, what is I it? I just don't believe that you can, you should get in this position ever. Like to have three players that play a position of like minimal need 
and you're, you basically have 60% of your salary, maybe more, on centers. I, I get that. I get that. I'm just saying the solution to that problem, in my opinion, should not be well, let's just give, give one away. Because you know that Nas Reed would get drafted by an expansion team. He would absolutely get drafted. I, I hope so. <laughs> so that I can unprotect Troy Brown and, and not be killed for that because he will not get picked um, before Nas Reed. So to me, like if you, if you ask me today, do you think that by playing Nas Reed, the Wolves are better or worse in total regular season wins? I would say they are worse because yeah, they will they, play. They need to play more. The, the point here is that they will need to play more lineups with two centers, which are very, very inconclusive in terms of winning basketball. So to me, I said, okay, I made a mistake. It didn't work. Now I'm getting a jail-free card because it's free. I will get a TPE, which I can use next summer to get a real player of that, that takes 14 millions, which is not nothing, uh, maybe not Norman Powell, but something like that, which will help me quite a lot more and i don't have to pay anything to do that uh so if people are interested nas reads contract he makes 12.9 this coming season 13.9 the next season and then he has a player option for 15 million in the third year um mckelly this this hatred for centers yeah. even ones that are, are willing to shoot threes you don't even you don't even care uh, I don't care. It doesn't provide real spacing. You can win games when Nas Reed makes a lot of shots. But don't it's don't not... you think you could just get? Don't you think you could get a second for Nas Reed? Okay, is I'll, a I'll second, start. Is a second better or worse than a than TB? A TB that can <sighs> gives me the opportunity to go wherever I want. <laughs> just a team that wants to get off of someone else's money now. I know that it's not the same player and it's the same money. This doesn't work, but there will be players in the future around uh, John Collins' salary that can get moved. And I think John Collins is not ideal. It's a similar concept, so it's not that player. But of that caliber, that just are shed because of money. And if you have a TPE of 13 millions, maybe you can get a player like that. Again, not, not John Collins because he has like a 17 or 18 cap, cap hit. So it's not the, the right example. But you can get a player off someone else's um, books. And like Pat Connaughton, like I would much rather have Pat who makes 9 millions than him. So if for some reason the Bucks are in a position where they don't really... Suppose that the Bucks lose uh, Brook Lopez in this summer, and they mm -hmm. really need to have a center that 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 can shoot the basketball. Great, do that. Why, like, why don't you just make that trade? Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. This example is uh, trade uh, related, but suppose that they have space. They need to to shed Conaton and 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 just for tax purposes. I know. I I don't want to have another the the, the possibility to have that player on my roster tomorrow. <laughs> I much rather prefer the roster without a center. It's addition by subtraction. Um, I'm going to let you make the final call here. Uh, we've discussed it. I've explained my position. You are welcome. Is your team. You can unprotect whoever you want. We agree on Troy Brown Jr., Wendell Moore Jr. Are you putting your the, the, your pointer around Josh Mina just because you want me to flip-flop no. Josh Mina and, and no. Nazareth? Okay, no. I saw you. I saw you doing that. So, what is your final decision, McKelly? Um, to flip flop Trey Brown, Troy Brown, and Josh Minot. <laughs> Just like that. Just to make you doing something, but I will leave absolutely Nasreed unprotected. <laughs> he, I mean, there there's a certain contingent of Thunder fans who. They would maybe draft Nasreed first overall in expansion draft based awesome. on the names we've had so far. Do that. Do that. Wow. Be my guest. All right, folks. We'll be extremely happy. Uh, that was probably our most uh, shocking selection so far. Michele, in his desperate attempt to save the Wolves from their glut of centers, has decided to unprotect Nasreed, newly signed Nasreed, in addition to Josh Minot now and Wendell Moore Jr. To be fair... 
if this uh, was me trying to replicate what the walls would do, yeah, then it's not going to be Nasrid. But it's, if it's me calling the cards, I would argue if it was anyone other than you. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. But 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 yeah, I I am in the minority here. Great. Okay. There are people who likes Chetongren with a center, for example. True. I yeah. Actually, do the same thing. Suppose that they sign Jay Will to the same contract of Nas Reed. I would probably unprotect him just to get him away. Which is something that Presta did when I don't remember who oh, oh, Anthony Morrow was playing before uh, Alex Sabrinas and Presta said, "Okay, let's take away that that thing so that you cannot use it anymore." Um. Okay, I'm gonna let you keep it there. Uh, it'll be it'll make the uh, expansion draft on Friday much more exciting uh, now that Nas Reed is available. For Nas Reed, okay. And uh, everyone can send your hate mail to McKelly and. That was just a prelude to the most exciting team, which is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, the Thunder have a ton of options. They have 13 eligible names. So from the list I'm about to read, they need to unprotect five of these names. Mm -hmm. With the caveat being that two of these names, Trey Mann and Usman Garuba, in order for them to you even have to decide on them, you would have to pick up their fourth-year option first. Um, if you decline their fourth-year option, then they're not available for the expansion draft, but they also would become unrestricted free agents the next summer. So what I did was I declined Ty Ty Washington Jr.'s third-year option, mm -hmm. um, but then I picked up Trey Mann and Usman Garuba. So I do have to make a decision on them in terms of protecting them or not. Yeah. So the 13 names, SGA, Lou Dort, Chet, Mitzich, Josh Giddy, Kenrich Williams, Kaysen Wallace, Poku, Usman Jang, J-Dub, Trey Mann, Usman Garuba, and J-Will. So let's start with the obvious ones. And and by the way, like we're, we're talking about roster crunch and stuff. So many of the guys that we're talking about aren't even eligible. You know, like Jack White, yeah. not eligible. Uh, JRE, not eligible. Victor Oladipo, Bertans, not eligible. Yeah. We don't get to decide whether they're protected or not. They're going to not be able to be drafted. So I'm going to start with Trey Mann and Usman Garuba. I mm -hmm. feel like from this list, those are the easiest first two names. Yes. Then you have still come up with three more names. Yeah. I'm going to go with Poku as my third one. The bet here is that he's a restricted free agent. So again, if someone drafts Poku, he becomes an unrestricted free agent the next summer. He can't re-sign with OKC, but he could sign with anyone else which maybe will de-incentivize an uh, expansion team from taking him. Mm -hmm. and then Suppose that he is um, the same age as uh, same draft age as Trey Mann. Does that change your decision? Same draft age. So he's not a restricted free agent. You need to pick up his uh, 40-year option. Would that change your decision? Um, no, I, I would still okay. I'd pick up his option, yeah, but same. also unprotect him. Um, so then you come down to two more names. You got to get two names. I think the next most obvious one is Jay Will, as much mm -hmm. as it hurts. I mean, we like Jay Will, but I think he's the fourth option, and you still need a fifth option from these names SGA, yeah. Dort, Chet, Mitsich, Giddy, Kenrich, Kaysen Wallace, and Usman Jang. You just have to pick yeah. one of those guys. And both me and McKelly agreed that the fifth name should probably be Vasily Mitsich. Um, just because yeah. we're more invested in these other eight names. So the, the names that we are protecting, SGA, Lou Dort, Chet, Josh Giddy, Kenrich, Kaysen Wallace, Usman Jang, and J-Dub. I think there's maybe an argument for Kenrich if you like really love Mitsich or, or one of the other players that we unprotected. Um, but yeah, I felt like Mitsich was, by the time I got to it, was like the most obvious fifth choice yeah uh to me the argument here is that who is going to pick in this expansion draft and what they are about um they're about talent and or veteran leadership mitch has surely talent but he doesn't have veteran leadership in the nba so for example if we had to 
suppose that we unprotect a guy like Kenrich Williams, I think that he would be way more interesting for other teams because he's a, he's a strong culture guy. Uh, same with Steven Adams, which is exactly why I ended up protecting him um, and not a guy like like Nice Reed, who I'm, I'm going to be killed for, uh, even if he's a more modern player, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so to me, I'm protecting Mitzic. It's uh, a really safe bet to make because in this case, there are two players which are way more interesting than him in terms of talent. Jay Will to me is, is not at risk. Uh, maybe someone is enamored with his charge taking and stuff like that, but he's a center and it's very easy to, to look uh, elsewhere. Treyman and Pokushevsky are two guys who have the most talent. And Treyman, I think, would be the guy that you pick up. Because in the end, he is a baller. He's a guy that with the ball in his hands can do, can, can create buckets. And I think that he would be way more interesting in a team where he has, I don't know, um, 30% usage rate. Would that be great for the team? I don't know. But you could get the best version of Treyman. Um, and and an expansion team, I think that is the, the most important thing. Like to get the best talent and to to give them to give him opportunity. And so to me, it's almost unrelevant uh, if you unprotect Mitzic because it's not going to be picked. Pokushevsky has some risks. Um, Garuba, no. Um, Jay will maybe, but it's uh, again a low end uh, in terms of risks because. And, and, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that, and I think the deciding factor between Trey and Poku is that. Poku's the has the restricted free agency. So with Trey, you're guaranteed to get him yeah. for the following season. And and at that point, you know, who knows? If he like blew up with an expansion team, then you he'd be extension eligible and you could keep him long term. Whereas Poku, if he's really good, like he would be an unrestricted free agent. And who knows? Poku could Yeah. You have <laughs> bird rights, I think. Else. Uh, yeah, you do. But but uh, yeah, so no, I think that the the guy who is going to be picked here is Treyman, and and it's probably for the for the better. I mean, so I I think yes, it's hard for OKC to to, to make um, the list of the five guys that you unprotect. But on the other end, it's to me it's pretty obvious that if that choice is made today, the Treyman is the guy who is going to be picked, and you get all the other guys back. Uh, so. so- just reading some comments, uh, not to belabor the point, McKelly, but going back to Minnesota real quick. Was there any point when you were deciding, I'm going to unprotect Nasri, that you considered unprotecting someone like Rudy Gobert? Yeah. There was. Not Towns, but Gobert, yes. So I think the Towns still have the upside in terms of if you trade him, you have value. And so you don't unprotect a guy like that. With Rudy, I'm not sure for how much longer you could see him as an asset. Next season, for sure. If you ask me to bet today if Rudy Gobert will be an asset in two two years, I would actually be a little bit more, you know, I don't know. But if you put him out there today, you lose him immediately. Maybe. No, um, no, it was it immediately. Um, same with Towns. And I know that um, you can say, and I read this uh, Matthew Wee's comment in the chat saying that uh, the Wolves will, would much rather have Nasrid compared to Calentini Towns for multiple reasons. I know, but the point is you can really extract value for for Calentini Towns. If you put him out there, there will be teams looking for it. Maybe a team like Houston will say, okay, let's give you, uh, I don't know, Alperen Schengen and two picks. Uh, for Colin Anthony Downs, uh, for Nasrid, if you can get a second, that is a great, great deal. Um, I don't think you can snag a first-round pick for any um, center that it's not a starting center. And probably for many starting centers, you don't get a pick. So, like Steven, yeah, go ahead. Now I'm thinking about this more. Why not unprotect Rudy Gobert? Because it does... If you if you do think that he would get snapped up, because there is the component of this where like if you do unprotect him and he doesn't get picked, and now he's coming back to Minnesota <laughs> knowing that he was unprotected, that would be a little weird. Um, but if he was taken, it does that. I mean, that's like the ultimate get out of jail free card. I mean, you you will take an initial hit mm-hmm. in terms of on court production because I do still think Rudy is yeah. is helpful on the court, but getting off of that contract long term. 
I mean, wouldn't that be worth it? Um, um, yes, in to some degree. On the other hand, you could see Minnesota going into uh, a trade for Carl Anthony Towns very early, which cancels all the things that I said about Nasrid, but um, that is another discussion. Um, so in that, in that case, I think that Rudy's production will be much better. Uh, I think that the pairing of the two, the, the reason why I removed Nasrid from the equation is because I really want to have the most amount of minutes of those two guys separated from each other. Like they need to play at most 10, 15 minutes together and then all the rest of the time separated with lineups that are made exactly for them. Like one with Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Jaden Daniels, Nikki Alexander-Walker and or Shake Milton, Edwards and, and a good, and a good uh, point guard. This will give them um, a defense a defense that is okay because you have defenders at every position and you can maximize Towns' offensive versatility on in the same mold uh, if you have like shooters around Gobert and you have Towns that is on the bench, uh, then you may have uh, more space in terms of pick and rolls, which if you play Towns, you have less because even if Towns is a great center in terms of shooting the basketball, the spacing that the guard gives you, it's not the same. The, the one that the, the center gives you and you, you you occupy you don't play pick and roll with gobert because you want to have the um, the pick and pop threat for the calendar towns and so your spacing is already different um so yeah i'm sticking with my choice which right. is going to be discussed as the worst possible uh decision on this draft expansion but i can live with it <laughs> Okay, moving on to New Orleans. Uh, ten players who are eligible. CJ, Zion, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Larry Nance Jr., Dyson Daniels, Kyra Lewis Jr., Jordan Hawkins, Trey Murphy III, EJ Liddell. Now, on the one hand, this does seem pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. You unprotected Kyra Lewis Jr. and EJ Liddell. Yeah. Thinking about it a little bit more, though, you know, this is a team that there's already been talks about you know, their, their long-term salary is something they're having to start thinking about just because they mm -hmm. have these three guys who are on these long-term deals. Would it potentially be worth it to unprotect Larry Nance Jr., who has $10 million this year, $11 million the following year, in, just to potentially get off of that contract a year early? Um, would, that, would that influence you in any way? And to keep like EJ Liddell. The talent gap is so different. It like, is for sure, but if if Zion's healthy and Valanciunas is healthy, like how much is Larry Nance playing? He's he's going to be like a fifteen to twenty minute per game max player. Yeah, sorry, there's a mosquito here. Um, um, I would I would really give another year to to Larry Nance just to give myself okay. a flexibility in case of Valanciunas goes and. I mean, Nancy's a nice player to pair with uh, with Zion. Uh, if he was like a player that I can't play with Zion, I would say, okay. <laughs> if he was a center, for example, if he was oh, Jackson Ace. If yes, if he was Nas a center, Reed, you would uh, have already he, written him off. Yeah, he was, he was gone. Uh, no, Larry, Larry gives me a little bit more flexibility. And if he plays less minutes and he's in a conservative kind of um, um, minutes amount for the season, then maybe you can get him healthy for postseason, and, and he actually works. Mikhail, I have terrible news for you. I'm on Basketball Reference. Larry Nance Jr. on his page. Position, power forward and center. I know, does I that, know. What is, um, does that influence you at all? No. He is apparently mm -hmm. identified as a center. Okay. No. Okay, all right. Just double-checking. Um, okay, moving on to Dallas. Mildly interesting one. They have 12 eligible players. Luca, Kyrie, Tim Hardaway Jr., Grant Williams, Maxi Kleba, Derek Lively, the second, Josh Green, Seth Curry, Dwight Powell, Dante Exum, Olivier, Maxence Prosper, and Jaden Hardy. I think the three obvious ones, so they have to cut four of these guys or unprotected mm -hmm. four of these guys. Dante Exum, Dwight Powell, and uh, Seth Curry, and Tim Hardaway Jr. I think, is that what I picked? Yes. Okay. Now, they, they just signed Seth Curry to a deal yeah. this offseason. But looking at the other options, like it would have to be Maxi, probably. 
I put, they're, not, um, they're not gonna unprotect Jaden Hardy. They're not gonna why? unprotect why wouldn't they unprotect for the exact for the same thing that we've been talking about, which is that uh it's a guard, it's a young guard who showed yeah. some promise in his first year. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't you I mean he would get taken if you unprotect Jaden yeah. Hardy, he I will know. get taken. But I, I don't know if Seth Curry's gonna get taken. Somebody might take Tim Hardaway Jr. just to have a like mid-sized contract on their books. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Maybe this is a better choice. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of Jaden Hardy. Well, um, you're not a fan of a lot of people, as we're learning. I know, I know, I know. I have very strong takes. Uh, <laughs> and um, and I stand by them most of the time. So, I don't know. I, I really like the idea of putting Team Hardaway Jr. there. Um, Dante Exum, yes. Dwight Powell, yes. Um, I'm a little bit worried about losing Seth Curry, though. Uh, same with Maxi Kleber. Um, I don't know. Maybe you put a guy like uh, Oh Max Prosper is a guy that, that has a name that will be picked immediately. I don't know. Um, and, and they this... and they just paid. I mean they they moved into the back of the end of the first round to get him to get him. Yes, I don't know. Maybe this is the the right choice. But I would snag Seth Curry immediately. And if they do, Dallas is in a much worse spot than they were. Jaden Hardy is a lost opportunity. Seth Curry is a terrible news for next year's maths. So you need to pick which. Well, so that w- w- if we were just like looking at for OKC, guys. man is inconsequential. Um, right. Jaden Hardy no, may be part of um, like replenishing the Mavs' future, but if you lose Seth Curry, I, I'm afraid that you are losing a lot because you have still a lot of non-shooting. Uh, players like Grant Williams is I know that he's not a non-shooter but he's a guy that makes shots but it doesn't provide spacing Derek Lively not not a shooter Maxi Kleba another guy who makes shots but is not a spacer you really need gravity alongside Luca and Seth Curry to me is exactly what you need so would you uh, so you would swap Seth Curry for Jaden Hardy this is what I did um, but again, because uh, I, I, I just know. think Jade Hardy's definitely getting picked. Whereas I think whether Seth Curry gets picked or not, I think that's pretty up in the air. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Let's stick with that and see if he lasts in your expansion draft. Okay. Because w- what is, how? let me look at uh, Tim Hardaway's contract real quick. I, th- I believe it's two years remaining, um, mm-hmm. but it's fully guaranteed next year. So you're essentially trading for an expiring $16 million contract for the 24-25 season. Um, it's just like, if you're an expansion team drafting Seth Curry, I mean, I guess he, he would help with development. Um, mm-hmm. and he's obviously on a, a very reasonable deal. But it's it's unlikely that you're flipping his tiny contract into anything. Hmm. Um, I don't know, maybe. I mean, a second? Like, yeah. I, I, just, I just look at Tim Hardaway, where you could potentially trade that for another mid-sized contract that a team's trying to get off of. Yeah. Um, in the same way that we were kind of talking about Nas Reed, if like, if you had a, yeah. by, you know, by the way, in, in, in this trade. game that me and you are playing, you can't pick team out junior. Uh, why <laughs> just not? to prove the point. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I will agree not to pick him and we'll see if the other team okay. uh, picks them. Okay. Moving on to Utah, and if you have to jump off, Michele, because I think you have to leave pretty soon, that's fine. I, I have 10 minutes. Okay. Um, we move on to Utah, who is very interesting. They have 11 eligible players. John Collins, Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, Larry Markinen, Taylor Hendricks, Ochai, Agbaji, Keontae George. Uh, will you say the next name for me? Simone Fontecchio. Thank you. Uh, Walker Kessler, Omer Yurtseven, and Brace Sensabar. So you have to cut, you have to unprotect three of these guys. The obvious one, I think, is Omer Yurtseven. And, and Fontecchio. Uh, and Fontecchio. Yeah. So then you get to the last one, and you were talking about having to unprotect maybe Bryce Sensabar, who I think is who you went with. Yeah, I, I really don't like him. I, oh, really, I, I was really... I was not a fan either. I I was I was on a Trill Bro Dudes podcast, and he asked me if there's anyone I was lower on than most, and I said Bryce Sensabaugh. Um, I I was not a huge fan of him going in the draft, but 
there's some people who are like very high and he is he would definitely get drafted in the expansion sure. draft. Sure. Is it worth because like they, they gave up uh you know second or whatever for John Collins. Would you even consider unprotecting John Collins just to get off yeah, of that money? That would be thing? that would actually be um good thinking. Um I mean the other option would be like I, I don't know if they would do this, but Colin Sexton. Yeah, you can, but they can you probably can, still get something. Yeah, I think that you can maybe decide to you can say, okay, um, is Jordan Clarkson really needed around here? Yeah, I thought about that one too. In some sense, I don't think that Utah will ever put Sensaba unprotected. Um so I let's let's protect um him. yeah, let's so protect him. Do you think I don't know between the I mean the, honestly who is someone going to take John Collins? It's already been well established that Atlanta could not trade him for multiple years. And when they finally did trade him, all they got was a second. Is an expansion team going to fall over themselves to draft John Collins? And even if they do, you can argue. Is, is that it, a big of a deal? Because it's not like you yeah. gave up that much. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. It's, okay. it's, it's better, uh, I think. Um, again, I... I'm not high on Sensaba, but this is something that I think um, Utah will do. Um, Clarkson, to me, is another choice that you can easily do without thinking twice. He is definitely better uh, than many other players, but it's not really conclusive to the next great version of the Utah Jazz. Yeah, so just comparing Jordan Clarkson, he makes 23.4 this year and then 14 the next year, 14.2 the next year. In comparison, John Collins makes 25 this year, 26.5 the next year, and then a 26.5 player option. Yeah, it makes sense to so be that's John three Collins years, there. 75 yeah. million left. We'll, we'll see if he gets drafted. I, I think that's reasonable to unprotect him. Yeah. And you might still get to keep him. Um, okay, coming up next, Portland. This one was a little challenging just because of everything going on with Dame. This is going to look much different, we assume, in a couple months. Mm-hmm. But for now, the eligible players are Dame, Jeremy Grant, Anthony Simons, Nurkic, Matisse Thibel, Scoot, Shaden Sharp, Nasir Little, Chris Murray, Keon Johnson, Jabari Walker, and Rayon Rupert. And I know I disagreed with you on this because I unprotected Keon Johnson. I think mm-hmm. that was pretty obvious. Uh, unprotected Matisse Thibel. Mm-hmm. I felt like that one was pretty obvious. And then I decided to unprotect Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah. Oh, that was yours too? And then Jabari Walker. Now, I did go back and forth between yeah. Jabari Walker and We, we have the Little. same list. You know what? I just realized I did change mine after looking at yours because I kind of <laughs> like talked myself back into it. I originally had Nasir Little unprotected okay. over Jabari Walker. Yeah. But and and I, I think it's a, a debate. I mean, Nasir Little's on a very reasonable contract. Mm-hmm. Jabari Walker's obviously on a reasonable contract. He was a second round pick. Um, Nasir Little has not. He's missed at least thirty games every single season in his mm-hmm. first four years. So there's definitely durability issues there. Jabari Walker is sort of interesting, but he doesn't really have any stretch yeah, there capability. Time so gap between the two that. Even if he's injured a lot in Sierra Little is, I would uh, I would protect him. Uh, and I okay. don't think that anybody will sniff uh, Jabari Walker in this case. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I mean, you draft Tybal. Like Tybal is a perfectly fine player to to have in, on your team. It's not. Yeah, uh, I I don't see him as a bad bad uh, character or and, and whatnot. He's a good defender, so. Again, again, maybe he will teach something to the young players. I'm sure Nurk would love being unprotected and then not being selected and coming back to Portland. Yeah, um, but he, but he's uh, he's a lost cause. So uh, he he may be. Um, okay, so that ended up being a little bit easier than I thought. Houston, a team that you think would be really difficult, uh, it is not. They have ten eligible players: Van Vliet. Dylan Brooks, Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., Jock Landale, Alperin Shingoon, Tari Eason, Cam Whitmore, Amen Thompson. It's obviously Jock Landale and Kevin Porter Jr. Um, yeah. By the way, on the one I sent you, I forgot to put Amen Thompson. That's why I had to add a second name. Jump yeah, but I would, I would go Jock Landale immediately. Um, yeah. There's I just picked, no I way though, that you're unprotecting any of those top no, eight guys. No, 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 no. 
Um, but suppose that you don't have any of those guys. Uh, well, I might, I might unprotect Dylan Brooks if this is my team. Uh, yeah. You, you could consider it. I don't think a team would. But... No, 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 absolutely not. Um, but I, if I had to to pick between Kevin Porter Jr. and Landale, I would actually unprotect Porter Jr. I really think that he's detrimental, and there is no value in keeping him around. Uh, Jock Landale is uh, at least a useful player. So I, I would agree. And I think uh, for an expansion team, you can talk yourself into Kevin Porter Jr. because the way his contract is structured, you can get out of it at any time. Yeah. So you're like buying into this mid-size contract that it really has no strings attached going forward. Yeah. It's the possibility and, to have a, a contract in the future, as you mentioned, for Moses Brown a couple of years ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I would do that as well. I mean, if they really loved Kevin Porter Jr., then you would do Dylan Brooks because I don't think Dylan Brooks will get drafted. Uh, so you could get no. to keep KPJ. But I like the idea of getting rid of KPJ just so you can open up minutes for someone like Amen Thompson. And you don't have yeah. to worry about, like, do we need to f- continue to find minutes for Kevin yeah. Porter Jr.? Uh, so that one's pretty easy. The Spurs, they have 12 eligible, and they're our final one in the Western Conference. Keldon Johnson, Wembenyama, Demonte Graham, Trey Jones, Devin Vassell, Jeremy Sohan, Malachi Branham, Julian Champagny, Blake Wesley, Charles Bassey, Sandro Mamu. Uh, I don't remember how to say his last name. Mamu Kelashvili. There it is. Mamu Kelashvili. And City Sissoko. Yeah. I think this one is pretty straightforward. Devonte Graham, Julian Champagny, Charles Bassey, and Mamu. Um, I am protected Trey Jones instead of Cham- Champagny. Um, what? Yeah, I know. I, I think that, that Champagny has something. Um, something. Do you think he would be the most likely to be uh, drafted out of this out of these names? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. He's frisky. He's the better of the two, Champagny, I think, um, if memory serves. And I don't know. I don't know how... How likely is that? Uh, I mean, Trey Jones is a little bit boring. I don't know. I yeah, don't but know if they somebody. don't have Trey Jones, I feel like their guard rotation is exactly. <laughs> this is exactly my point. Just play CD Sissoko, Blake Wesley. I mean, Blake Wesley has to play. And if you don't have Trey Jones, that that was actually part of my reasoning. Um, just put your guys, Malachi Abraham, which is not really uh, Branham, which is not really a uh, point guard. Play Sohan as a point guard at all times. Play the cell. Um, <laughs> to me, is actually removing a point guard so that you can re- you really need to to play your guy. And I know, I know, Warner West uh, in the chat. Trey Trey Jones is really good. Okay, he's a decent point guard. He, he would what? definitely get drafted, especially for an expansion team. He's awesome. kind of like the ideal like first expansion draft point guard for you. Yeah, yeah. But like for the Spurs, the point is developing. Uh, is is Trey Jones in the rotations for the Spurs when they are winning basketball games? I no, I no. Know. But is Julian Champagny that He's you're so frisky. worried about? He's frisky. He's frisky. I just think, especially watching summer league. And how tough it was at times for Wembenyama, I think just having a steady point guard out there will be good for his development rather than immediately going okay, to okay. whatever crazy rotation you want to okay. try. With I like mean, Cassell and, and Sohan to me. Jeremy Sohan as your backcourt. Okay. Fine. Okay. Okay. I've convinced you. Hey, I already gave you Nasrid. I let you keep that. Okay. You have to let. Trey Jones, stay protected. Okay, so out of all the names in the Western Conference, we did this with the Eastern Conference, who do you think would be the first pick from the Western Conference teams? I'm just kind of scrolling through them here. See if there's a name that jumps out to you. Could it be Trey Mann? Could oh, it be Trey Mann? Could it be uh, Ma- yeah, Max Lewis is a good name. Yeah, Max um, Lewis. I think that... Um, uh, one of the Memphis guys. Yeah, maybe maybe David Roddy, um, Brendan Clark. Um, Zaire, yeah, if guys. you want upside. Yeah, uh, but if you want upside, you. I, you probably go Treyman before Zaire Williams as of today. I would say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would probably agree with that. Um, okay, so that brings us to the end of the Western Conference on Friday. All of these names will be available to the two teams on the Fry Pod, and we will draft until we don't want to draft anybody else. You need to and do at least 
10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we'll do at least 10. Uh, we'll also be choosing some more options for the Rebuild and Replenish Hall of Fame. So thank you so much to McKelly Barra for joining us for these two podcasts. Uh, well, thank you, Alex, for hosting and for giving me a ton of C for my Nazareth choice. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, just standing up for all the Nazareth lovers out there. Um, and so uh, we'll be back on Friday with the Fry Pod crew. We still have to decide who our teams are going to be. I'm guessing I'm going to have to team up with Luke. Uh, so we'll see how awesome. that goes. I am not allowed to draft Tim Hardaway Jr. So we'll see if the uh, if Taylor no, and you Jay. Can. Come on. Come on. No, no, you I'm can't in the top five. That's what it is as a rule. You can't in the top five. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back on Friday. And until then, have a great rest of your week. Thank you for joining us.